Welcome back to another wonderful episode of Success Innovation. Today's episode, it's called Growing and Developing Leadership Skills. I get the opportunity to interview with a wonderful student who is transferring from community college over to California State University at Northridge, otherwise known as CSUN. I get the opportunity to interview Justin Arbaisa. Welcome, welcome to the show, Justin Arbaisa. Welcome back to another wonderful episode of Success Innovation. Thank you so much to the audience for joining us today. Today I have the wonderful pleasure of introducing a wonderful individual. His name is Justin Arvesa. Justin Arvesa is a mechanical student and a mechanical engineering student. He recently finished at Ventura Community College and is in the process of transferring to the California State University at Norwich, otherwise known as CSUN. He was a tutor for the MESA program within the Ventura Community College. He was the co-president of SHIP at the Ventura Community College. Welcome, Justin Arbesa, to Success Innovation. How are you this afternoon? I'm doing well, thank you for inviting me to be on your show. Th thank you for accepting the invitation. Thank you for making the time for this wonderful opportunity. So, you know, I gave a little brief introduction about what you're doing currently and what you've done most recently, but I, want, I really want to get to know you like, where were you born? What, you know, what's your upbringing? What, where, what's, how did you end up in STEM? Can you kind of walk us through that? So I was born in Ventura, California. Um, I'm 21 years old. Um, I was born and raised in Ventura, California. And then I, I lived some time in Santa Paula with my grandparents and went to school there to about fifth grade. And then I went to Balboa Middle School in Ventura, California okay. for my sixth, or sixth grade to eighth grade. And then when I graduated from Balboa, I went to Buena High School, which is right across the way from Balboa, Ventura. And I was there for about four years to my senior year. And then in my junior to senior year, it, I started familiarizing myself and that's where my STEM journey started. Okay. That's where I got into STEM. I joined a science league, which is a club at my high school, which where you present chemistry experiments with for students and kids. So we host like family science nights every Friday night, like once a quarter. And we would demonstrate different science experiments to kids and their families. Also, too, once a semester, we would go to different um, middle schools and present um, science experiments to the students. Okay. So to familiarize with STEM. Mm -hmm. And then my senior year, I did AP Physics. I had a cool teacher named Mr. Schuster, Paul Schuster. He, he was funny because he would make the class fun and interactive. So like, he, like bringing these hard topics of physics, because physics is hard, mm -hmm. and he would make it simple. And he like joke around with us and made it fun. So that was fun. That's but the cool. exams are, and then the exams are fun too, because he would make, like he'll make up his own problems. So like, for instance, he would use um, 
like for example, projectile motion, like SpongeBob SquarePants flew one of his rockets over to to one of the, his restaurants and like figure out the height that he, the maximum height, stuff like that. So it was fun. So at that time, physics was hard for me. So, right. and then when I got into community college at Ventura College, I liked building things when I was a kid, building Lego with Legos and stuff. And I really liked math because throughout high school, my freshman year in high school, I scored a hundred percent on my algebra one final. Wow. Congratulations on that. Yeah. Awesome. And my um, teacher came up to me and say, what do you think of joining honors math when for your, your next year as a sophomore? I'm like, I'll give it a try. And I did. And I pursued honors math throughout high school. And from my junior to senior year, I was a year behind in math because I did algebra one. And what I did was between the summer, between junior year and senior year, I did a, a trigonometry class at my community college over the summer. It was a six week, six week course. So I can do AP calculus my senior year. Awesome. So it, was, awesome. it was fun. So, and then I came to community college and did all my courses there. Mm -hmm. let me let me go back to to your early beginnings there when you were you know when high school when you started joining that science club that you mentioned uh, mm -hmm. was that because you wanted it or was it because your parents pushed you to pursue something to do an activity after school or during school how, how did you join how did you figure it out and why did you want to join so we had a club day at school and I up to the table and it looked like they were doing fun stuff and cool okay. stuff like i liked getting my hands on and doing science experiments so i went to teacher that was in charge of it and i joined and then i kept going like every wednesday to at lunchtime to go to go see what the club is about and i learned a lot and right. so it, it was more of like what i wanted to do okay and what my parents wanted me to do they say do what you love find something that you love to do and okay. i did okay just for the audience uh your background right now you have ship nation with the ship national symbol uh conforming the o right between the i and the n um mm. how did you find out about ship because ship stands for society of hispanic professor engineers for the audience that has probably seen this uh, a couple other episodes, you know what it is. But for the audience that doesn't, it is it stands for Society of Hispanic Professional Engineers. It is a nationwide in the U.S. It's a it's a program. It's an organization that is living that it allows individuals to do network within boundary boundless limits that are focused on Latinos, Hispanic descent. But you know, it's open to anybody. How did you find out about this, Justin? So ship, my ship story, my ship journey was very interesting. So it was my second year of um, community college and I went to the current president at the time and the ship chapter at my community college was very disorganized in a way, like the communication wasn't there. And then the ship chapter went to the dark for quite some time, for about a couple months. Mm 
then starting my third second year yes starting my second year of community college in the fall i um i um my one of my friends came up to me and she 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 wanted to revive back the ship chapter at our community college and we were in the Mesa Center at the time and I was talking to my old advisor at the time and she's all like, I wanna revive this club, the Society of Hispanic Professional Engineers chapter at our school. And she came up to me saying, I need to create a board. Would you wanna be my vice president? And I'm like, at the time I was doing all my science and engineering classes and general eds to get done to graduate. And she's all like, vice president, vice president. I, at the time, I didn't know what vice president was, only that it took on a bigger responsibility. So I was kind of on the fence at the time, and I was very unsure of if I wanted to do it or not, if it was going to take up a lot of my time. So I told her I was going to think about it for a couple of days. Mm -hmm. And then about a couple of days later, I came up there and I said, I'll tr give it a shot. And so, right, let me stop you right there. You took a couple of days to think about it. What changed your mind to actually accept? How did you figure, I really want to do this now? Because from you saying, I want to take a couple of days and then saying, yes, I want to be able to do it. What happened in between that time? During that time, I was like, it was something new to me. So I didn't know what it was going to consist of. And I'm like, if how can I explain it is like I wanted to give it a shot like why not give it a shot like what can I like I can always step back of the of the role so that what made my intention to say yes because mm -hmm. like uh, later down the line I could regret it and like I sh should have done it you know what I mean mm -hmm. and uh, I'm like oh, why not give it a shot nothing bad's gonna happen just like why not just try something new so i told her i would give it a try and that's pretty cool that's pretty cool so so you're in community college and you're taking your engineering courses you're in the second year i want to go back a little bit before we we actually delve into more about the ship path that you've done and followed through how did you decide to pursue engineering mechanical engineering out of all the engineering course uh, uh, branches that exist you could have gone electrical chemical bioengineering why mechanical and why engineering so i found out like in the beginning i was going to do chemical engineering because okay. i did throughout high school i did chemistry and all that stuff and i thought it was pretty cool it was really simple and all that stuff but when i got to community college and i'm like the like i said I took my first chemistry class. It was kind of hard because doing a chemistry class in high school to college is very different because you go more in depth in the college courses. And, and then I met with the counselor to see what my classes were going to be like for chemistry, uh, for chemical engineering. They say, so you're going to do all these biology classes, these chemistry classes, organic chemistry and all these theoretical classes. And I'm like, I don't, I like more of the math portion, math side of things rather than the conceptual thinking, the theoretical thinking. Mm -hmm. And then I was talking to a couple other friends of mine that I made through the Mesa Center and they were doing mechanical engineering and the, 
and they sh sh told me the classes that they took like more physics and math classes and like that was more up my alleyway because I would I could apply the math that I learned and apply it to real world problems so I'm like went switched to mechanical engineering wow fantastic fantastic thank you for sharing that uh, path so then you're you're now your second year and you're decided that you want to be a mechanical engineer and you're presented with ship. Did you have a notion of how big ship, how big of an organization ship was, or was it just, Oh, it's, it's just another club within my community college. Can you kind of tell us what your initial thoughts were at that point? So at first I didn't even know what, ship i knew the basics of what ship was mm -hmm. the, the professional side of engineering to help hispanics and stamp that's all i knew at the time and all i knew too i was part of region two so i'm like region two and my the old the old president at the time that told me to be if you wanted to become a vice president said we're going to go to a national convention i'm like national convention and then she's all like, there's seven regions across the United States. I'm like, what? There's more to this organization than just here at the community college. Mm -hmm. And then at the time we didn't, we didn't, we, we missed the cut line for the national conference. And, and then I was looking into more into it. And I saw that in February, the following year, a couple months after the national convention, there was a regional leadership development conference mm -hmm. it was going to be in Irvine, California. I'm like, why not plan for this and try to go to that? So I took it upon myself to go to talk to the right people, go to their club, the person that's in charge of all the clubs and all the finances and stuff, see if we can go to this conference because mm -hmm. the registrations were going to open up pretty soon. So I'm like, so that's where I started learning a little bit more about what SHIP was. Mm -hmm. And I also learned at the time what RSR was, which was the Regional Student Undergraduate Representative. And yeah, and so uh, we went through the process. And in February, it was the weekend of Valentine's when we went to the Regional Leadership Development Conference. Mm -hmm. And when we got there, it was amazing because I saw so many people from all over Southern California, Nevada, Arizona. So like there was more to the story, you know, mm -hmm. there was more to the organization and it was pretty cool. What was your original feeling? What was your original thoughts when you stepped into that RLDC regional leadership development, Con development conference, what did you feel and what changed? And if you can tell us what was before for you and what was after that RLDC. So, but before I was, I, I was very excited, like the day, couple of days before the conference, because I was going with people that I was close to, that was at my school that I made friends with. So we were all going together and there was something new to us. So I never been to a conference at the time before and when we went it was pretty cool so when we got there it was so amazing because we got to see so many different individuals from all over the place from southern california and stuff and the like it was so cool because when we got there 
it was so welcoming everybody saying hi how you doing and all that stuff so more of that welcoming feeling so it was pretty cool so it was a sense of gratitude and like comfort okay a sense of comfort that makes sense yes fantastic awesome so you know you're you're right now you're in the transition from Ventura Community College to California State University at Norwich. But going back to what you were saying, your most difficult subject from what I gather was a chemistry class where you said, hey, chemistry, chemical engineering is definitely not for me. How, you know, how is it going with mechanical engineering at this point? I feel like going through mechanical engineering has been a success. I think it's been pretty good for me so far. Um, it's been rough. It was a rough journey, okay. my last couple of semesters, especially the, my last fall semester before transferring when I was applying to colleges and stuff. That was one of my toughest semesters. Um, but I got through it. I was doing a, all STEM classes. It was very hard, a lot of studying and stuff. But it, it was a success. Like I have the mentality of like, start, you start something, you gotta finish it, you can't drop out. Like I had a couple times during that semester in particular of um, I wanted to drop this class, this materials class, engineering materials. And I'm like, I started this class, I'm like, I need to finish it. Even if I don't pass it, having that sense of like, you finish the course rather than dropping out is a good feeling, you know? Mm-hmm. Okay. Have you found that by, you know, you, you mentioned Mesa, which is a tutoring program offered through various schools. And obviously Ventura Community College have a chapter there, but SHIP is a little bit different. Have you found more support through SHIP as far as your, you know, education career has developed or, or not? Yeah. How so? Yes, so SHIP has changed my life a lot in the positives. Um, At the time when we went to ROTC, I didn't know. I knew a lot of region too, so I made a lot of connections. And then in the couple months after that, I went, I got invited to go to this NILA conference, National Institute Leadership Academy for chapter leaders. So I went to this conference in Phoenix, Arizona. And it was cool because I got to fly in an airplane for the first time. Okay. So it was pretty, so it was an adventure in the, from the beginning. And then when I got there, I got even more surprised. Like I got to know ship at a larger scale nationwide. So I got to see leaders from all over the place, from all coast to coast. And I got to see, I got to meet more people. And what's cool is that it's like a sense of familia in a way because there's you get to meet with these people and it's so cool because I got to see people there that I met at RLDC a couple months back and it's like how you been how's everything going so like like a when you get have those like family reunions and you're like catching up on things so it's having that feeling that's how shit brings you know it's powerful that's cool that's amazing yes and just to to you know, emphasize what Justin is saying, that sense of familia, that sense of, you know, community, because when you're in ship, 
you're essentially all fighting for the same goal. And the same goal is to be successful engineers, but you're all Hispanic or Latinos and you all come together. So essentially you have similar backgrounds to, to an extent and you can relate to the stories of, hey, you know, I grew up in, in, in Ventura County and somebody might be like, you know, I went over to, I go over to Florida, but I'm from Venezuela. But at the same time, you all have similar backgrounds and you all essentially can relate to the music flavor. You can relate to the way you talk. You can relate to the way your parents possibly brought you up to a certain extent. And that brings and makes it possible because it allows you to see other individuals as yourself the same skin color, the same similar culture background, and it makes you believe, I can do this. If they're doing it, I can definitely do this. So you have role models to follow. And that's essentially what SHIP National is doing for students and for young individuals that want to pursue that type of career. So thank you for sharing that with me. Now, you and I were talking a little bit before about something very special that you're doing. But before I get into that, I wanna mention, and you said that this was okay to mention, you have Asperger's uh, autism. Can you, you know, share a little bit how that has hindered you or enabled you to succeed in your pursuit of success uh, while pursuing an engineering career? So, back to my early days through elementary school and stuff. I didn't know I had Asperger's at the time. Um, I was socially awkward. I didn't, I, I didn't know how to fit into crowds. Like I didn't know how to interact with different kids and stuff. I mainly was in the classroom with adults and talking to them rather than being outside and talking with kids. And then in middle school, I got, to work with a speech therapist and that's where I was diagnosed with autism. So I got to work with them throughout my middle school career and by joining and, and it got a little better in a way, but not really through middle school. Like it, it was getting better in a way cause I didn't know how to socialize a lot. It, it was slowly improving throughout middle school. And what I realized is by having those social barriers, it was also hard to focus in class. So I was having trouble in classes. And then when I got to high school and by joining those clubs, and it helped me a lot more. And I saw my grades improve a little bit more. So it was a slow process going through and it was hard having this disability, but it was, beneficial in a way because my parents were very disciplined with me they said books are the way out like if you focus on school that's going to be your key to success and they were right and look at me looking at me now it has helped me a lot having them been disciplined with me over the past couple years awesome Thank you. Congratulations. Thank you for sharing that. And the reason I bring this up is because you and I were talking about, you know, this physical, this, this situation, this disability. And, you know, you mentioned that it, it has enabled you to succeed to a certain extent because you've been persistent and you've been tenacious to 
reach your goals. If you set them, you're consistent and you want to pursue them. Along those lines, you've entered into ship and not only the regional ship, you've gone up as far as the national level. And at this point, you're doing something really special at the national level. Can you kind of share with us what is going on that you are doing at the national level? So I'm, so I thought of the idea of um, my sense of feeling of how to give back. Um, so I was thinking for a while of, um, of an idea of how I can give back to the organization that has helped me a lot within social skills, my professional development skills, my academics. So it's, it has helped me a lot through my personal growth. The idea that I thought was um, more, because I didn't see this a lot within the SHIP National, um, a, like a program to help students with disabilities like autism, Down syndrome, mental illnesses, stuff like that. So I brought to the idea to them of like starting a program that can help students with mental disabilities and learning disabilities, physical disabilities, such like that. So it's a work in the progress. So we're soon trying to program like that. During the planning stages, conversations with the national board level, but I want to commend you because you know, you're bringing forth an idea and you're following through with it and you're saying hey you know from the ground up this is what i think this is what i think our community needs because you're a living example justin of what ship can do for individuals that have the type of mental illness or or i don't want to say disability because it's a it's a little bit different um but you know there's individuals that are able to do it if only given the opportunity and the resources and the little push and and allow them to believe in themselves further. So I want to commend you for doing that and for tackling that with the national board level and pursuing that. So that's awesome. Thank you so much. I really want to commend you for it. And you know, you know, you and I spoke yesterday about this, and I think I'm really excited to see how far you go with it and what you can actually push. And I told you, you know. If anybody listens to this video, let's say a year, two years, five years, 10 years down the line, they can say, oh my God, Justin was at the starting point at this, at this, you know, during this interview. And now look at what he's been able to achieve. So that in retrospect and in, you know, future casting is amazing to even ambition. You cannot even fathom how big and how strong the program would be if you if you stick with it and you develop it. I want to congratulate you for that effort. Thank you, Justin. And the powerful thing too is the the starting point of this is networking. The power of networking is like is the important thing. Is like when I went to RLDC and Nila, I met all these individuals that work for Ship National. So that's where I got my connections to communicate with them and that key aspect of the power of networking is the way to go. And like, it's not like what you know is the who you know, you know? Right. You know, that's a good point. And I want to expand on that. I always tell students, it's not what you know, it's who you know. But more importantly, who knows you because of what you've done and the persistence that you have 
they can reference you, refer you to a position, or talk well about you to somebody else that can give you an opportunity that might change your life. So it's not what you know is who you know, but who knows you. So take that into consideration as well for the audience. And Justin's on the right track. I definitely commend him for that. But you've been very successful, Justin. You know, you've you've uh, completed high school. You've completed Ventura Community College. You're on the path to transferring over to California State University at Northridge. Uh, you, you've been a mentor with Mesa. You've been the co-president of your ship's chapter. You're having those conversations at the national level to institute and develop a program for, for students with disabilities and mental illnesses. But what is next for Justin Arvisa? What is coming up next? What, are your, what is your vision and goals to pursue at this point? So my next steps is to attend California State University Northridge in the fall. Um, within SHIP, I would say I want to keep giving back to this organization that has helped me a lot throughout the past two years that I've been with them, going on three. And I applied for the Vice Regional Student Undergraduate Representative. So. I just applied, so I would have, I'll be having an interview coming up soon, mid-July sometime, to see if I'll be a vice regional graduate representative for the fall, for the academic, for the next academic year. Okay, okay, all right, that's awesome. Uh, that being said, I wish you the best of, not luck, but the best of preparation, so that you can do well on that interview, and peace of mind for you, and to go all in, and strong and explaining what you would definitely do and change uh, if you become the regional vice student representative for, for our area, so for the national level. Um, good leaders always create good leaders. Do you have any individuals you actually look up to? Essentially, who are your mentors at this point? I actually have three good okay. mentors. Um, one of them is Stephanie Prado. Um, yeah. She's a master. She's doing a mechanical engineering degree, a master's in combustion, I think, okay. at o University of Oklahoma in Oklahoma. Yeah. Um, another mentor of mine is Emily Ann Vargas. Mm -hmm. um, she's pursuing a PhD in material science. Mm -hmm. USC, and then an, another one of my good mentors is um, Sofia Plata. Mm, so. I mean, her PhD as well, I believe in environmental science at USC as well. No, I know, I know Emily uh, Vargas, and I know Stephanie Prado, but I don't know Sofia, Sofia Plata. So I'll, I'll definitely reach out to connect with her. Um, you know, I I am scheduled to interview uh, Stephanie Prado. She wants, she's one of the original founders of Shipitina, so yes. So that's awesome, cool. Um, with that being said, uh, you know, if you could definitely share with us what your superpower is at this point, and if you don't know any superpower, if you could select any superpower from any of the superheroes that you admire, what would it be? What would that superpower be and why? 
A superpower, huh? Yes. Yep. Kind of hard. Um, kind of hard. I never thought of it before. Well, right now it's your chance to go ahead and give it a thought and tell us why. You know, it could be super speed. It could be reading people's minds. It could be x-ray vision. It could be flying. It could be, uh, you know, jumping or being super smart or something that you have at this point, you know, persistence, tenacity, you know, courage to take on different, different uh, challenges. Determination. Okay. Determined to keep... I don't know specific superhero, but a super like determination because if you're determined to do something, like if you find something that you're passionate, you'll be determined to do it. And if you put your mind, set your mind to doing something, you'll continue to do it because the only person that can stop you is yourself. So there you go. the only person that can stop you is yourself. If you stop believing in your goals, that's a good one. And I think that's not a superhero power from the comic books. I think that superpower comes from you, from within you, Justin, because you have it. You've shown that tenacity, that determination to continue pursuing your goals, despite what people might think, despite what people might say, you're still forging forward. So I congratulate you once again on doing that. And that determination is your superpower and it is what keeps you moving forward. Thank you for sharing that with us. And for the audience, you know, take heed of that. You know, Justin just shared a wonderful piece of advice. You know, you're the only person that can definitely stop you from reaching your goals and achieving what you really want. That's awesome. Uh, Justin, do you have any particular books? Do you have any particular movies or podcasts that you believe have, have made an impact in your life that you wish more people would actually take advantage of listening to, reading, or watching? that you can share with us podcast. at this point? A uh, podcast, book, or movie? Ooh. I think a podcast would be, I don't know the name of the episode, but I know who does who does it is Brianne C. Martins, the people right. engineer. Right. Just started recently her podcast, and it's yeah. pretty cool. She... She, one of the episodes that I recently heard was about the story of life, like define what your life is. Like, don't not let anyone tell your story. You tell your story and like the importance of life, live happily and like do what you love and don't worry about tomorrow, worry about today and forget about the past. The past is the past. Today's the present, focus on the present. Right. Yeah. And Brianne uh, Martin, she's uh, from Region 5 in Texas. And yes, uh, I interviewed her and it was an awesome interview. So yes, you, you'll definitely, if you're interested, you could watch the episode and, and you can definitely learn more about Brianne Martin and what she's been doing and what she's at, uh, after and her story. So that's awesome. Thank you. And uh, any other uh, recommendations that you might have? Okay. Today, um, there was a leadership book that I read a couple of years, about a year ago. I don't know the name of it, but it was from Maxwell. Mm. Okay. And he's good. He defines what true leadership is and like worry about your people and like take care of your people. 
like surround yourself with good people and lead them like tell them like what i brought out to them brought out from reading it is like like you have you create these relationships with different people and you create friendships and like what what i've learned too is like what true friendship is is like you you can go days and weeks and years without talking to them and like like you have a purpose you know like to, like if you really care about them and love them like you'll tell them focus on your goals keep going and like worry about yourself you know i'll be here give me a call or text me you know and like they'll still be there you know even if you guys don't talk for like months or days or years you know they'll still there, be there for you and they just want the best for you and i feel like that what defines what a true leader is because you want the best for your people you know yeah so john maxwell and also uh brianne martin are something that you wish more people could definitely take advantage of and read awesome thank you so much um you know, everybody has definitions of success. And I want to know from you, Justin, what your definition of success is today. It might have changed. It might be different tomorrow. But right now, what is your definition of success? My definition of success would be... Hmm. My definition of success would be accomplishing like anything like making your getting up in the morning making your bed like you accomplish something you know like that feeling of success like you've done something simple as making your bed you know like it's still you accomplish something you were successful in doing something so I feel like definition of success for me would be like accomplishing a task awesome. you know yes awesome yes and you know you mentioned something that i also mentioned to uh students and to professionals you know if you have a routine and you set your mind to it and you you, you make your bed and that's one of the things that i tell them if you make your bed that's a physical sense of accomplishment which means yes. that it's a small win for that day, you accomplished making your bed and you just build on that. And the more you build on it, you win the day. And if you do it day after day, you win the week. And if you win the week, week after week, you win the month. And if you win the month, month after month, you win the year. And so on until you build on and you get so good at doing wins and wins and wins that you become successful. So that is awesome. Thank you so much for sharing that insightful, valuable piece of information with us of start with making your bed. Thank you so much, Justin, really appreciate it. Um, this last question, you know, this last question, I really, I really enjoy asking every guest that I bring forward because this last question, I want you to get in on a time machine. And let's assume you're in your room right now and you could definitely close your eyes and you could go back to that 11, 12 year old Justin Arvisa, just about to go into middle school. 
and you could share with them three pieces of information, three pieces of advice with little Justin in about two or three minutes that you have with him. What would you say to that little Justin with his backpack and his glasses ready to hit school at the middle school age level? What would you share with them? What would I tell them? What, what would, would I you share yourself, little Justin, right now? I would say, keep going like one one i would say don't give up um keep going focus on you and keep going and don't give up even if it gets hard two i would say don't be afraid to be yourself because every person is unique so that's three i would say have fun don't worry about tomorrow and just have fun enjoy what you're doing at the moment awesome thank you so much justin those you know little pieces of advice that you would share with little justin for right now are amazing those are really good they're incredible thank you so much i want to acknowledge you for the job that you're doing for your persistence for your determination for not giving up for believing in yourself and for keep going, for keeping going and continuing on your path. Definitely appreciate you allowing me the honor of interviewing you. And I definitely want to commend you for, you know, the background that you have, the ship nation. That is incredible. Thank you so much for bringing that forth because it defines who you are, defines what you are after. It defines what you want to achieve. I really want to acknowledge you for all that you're doing for our organization and for yourself as well in this world and for the community that you live in. So with that being said, thank you, Justin. Yes. And uh, to the individuals, to the audience, to the people that are watching, I want to say thank you so much for watching another wonderful episode of Success Innovation. I wish that you can definitely give me comments and share with me what uh, you thought about this episode. Reach out over to Justin Arvisa. I will put his LinkedIn connection at the bottom of the description notes. And I can definitely uh, say I look forward to seeing you and connecting with you in another wonderful episode in the future. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful day. Bye-bye. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining me at another wonderful episode of Success Innovation. I hope you learned as much as I did by listening to Justin's story of how leadership through the organization of SHIP has made a, a significant impact in his life, both uh, personal and scholastic in leadership skills. I hope that you are able to connect with him. This is Lázaro Herrera for Success Innovation. See you next time. Bye-bye.